<laughs> asana, etc. Asana, etc. <laughs> what else? Hold on a second. Okay. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Hey you guys and welcome to a new episode of Asana Etc. Conversations about yoga. Today I talked to Julianne and about her journey a little bit with us and we talk about self-love. It is from a recording that we did before we announced our 14 days of self-love challenge back in February um but nevertheless it is still very relevant and those videos are still available on asana etc.com so you can still go ahead and do that challenge for yourself now even so the discussion that me and julianne have are very relevant things still um as it is still april and we are still in lockdown actually i keep on saying that on this pod i maybe i shouldn't alex told me the other day that all we do is talk about the weather and the lockdown on the pod still as well so maybe i shouldn't do that um anyway let me know if you have anything else you would like us to talk about that is not the weather or <laughs> or the pandemic um or anything else uh I don't know, I'm just blabbering here, guys. But um, I really enjoyed having this talk with Julianne. She's a great human, a great friend, and um, everybody deserves to to hear her story because it's great, it's unique, and I'm sure that this is not the last time that we will have her here on the podcast with us. So let's get into today's conversation, guys. Enjoy. Can you still hear me? Yes. Can you still hear me? Of course. Sometimes it just drops out when I hit record for some reason, but this time it didn't. So that's good. (laughs) You're such a professional. I'm so excited for this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I will keep that in in the the pod, (laughs) that that sentence you just said. (laughs) Good. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So I'm sitting here with Julianne, Julianne Beals, our wonderful social media guru, website designer, all these things that keep us afloat and out in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And also a very dear friend of mine and a lovely person. So welcome, Julianne. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. I am truly honored to be here. It's like can't believe we're sitting here today. I mean, over Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's been such like a dream come true that it's still, I think, kind of the reality is still setting in. Mm. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> you mean this whole, this whole project? The, that we're the on? whole project. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it was purely just us over coffee over a year ago, just dreaming, mm-hmm. like, how can we, I don't know. Uh, reach a bigger kind of audience and help serve more people outside of Prague. Mm. And just like all the people who have come together, all these skills and passions and like genuine love for yoga and for people. I don't know. It's just like every day I'm so grateful for this whole project. So 
And I'm really excited for this podcast that you're doing. Yeah, right. So this is supposedly our first episode that's going to go out. So you're going to be like the pioneering of this. (laughs) I didn't realize I was the first. I was thought Uh I was like the second or something. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm even more honored. (laughs) (laughs) But I think maybe that ties back to what we did because what you just mentioned is um, after I had Avi, he was like, what, two months old or something. I would meet you for lunch quite a lot because you would help me babysit him sometimes for for a lunch class or something in the in the studio and then we'd go for lunch and we'd be like oh we should build this platform and we should do (laughs) these things right Mm -hmm. but it's so much bigger than I think we ever talked about because I think we were just planning kind of oh put a few resources or like do an ebook or something which would have helped our community but Mm -hmm. then like uh Kuba got involved and he he's just magical with video camera and he's like yeah let's do this and so I think our creativity fed off each other all of us and we're such like we have so many passions and skills kind of represented within our within our group I guess of starting this and so it just like it's so scary but I think that's kind of how dreams are supposed to be right a little bit scary so that you kind of want to pursue them, um, and grow through them. But so, yeah, it's been, there's been moments where like, Oh, can we do this? And then, Mm -hmm. ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do this. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think for me, this whole project, I mean, we'll talk about the whole history of it, but it became real for me when we actually launched and it wasn't perfect when we launched, but we were just like, let's launch and see what happens. And then we put something out there to the world and actually got really nice response to it. And and yeah. that's when I was like, oh, oh, we're, oh, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. are actually liking these things that we've done. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I think the best part, well, okay, so many best parts, but like just a lot of the people who had moved away from Prague who were writing in saying like, I'm so excited to be able to practice with you guys again. So, and that's exactly what we want. We like want the Prague or Prague Yoga Collective community kind of being able to reach further, further mm-hmm. than the physical Prague walls. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been like uh, the response from everybody and the support has just been humbling so so nice I mean this is the best community ever (laughs) yeah for sure um so let's go back a little bit we we met for the first time in 2017 I believe you and me right yes and that's when when Betty and I had started this little Prague Yoga Collective in the CrossFit gym here in Prague and And you walked in there. Do you want to take me through that a little bit? Yeah, it's one of my most dear uh, memories. And one of the like few, I guess, uh, like points in my life where it's my life could have been complete almost 180 if I hadn't walked through those doors. And like there's a very good chance that I wasn't going to walk through those doors because it was I just moved to Prague like a month or I think it was November that you guys opened, right? Early November. So I mm-hmm. would have been here three months by that time. And I kind of had a rough, um, rough landing here in Prague. And I was severely depressed, like could not get out of bed. And I worked from my computer. So it's like I had no place to go. And 
And I was just, oh, I was miserable. I wanted to move away, but I had spent all this money doing a life change. And mm. I don't remember what I was searching, but I was on Facebook and an ad for yoga in English popped up on my Facebook ad, targeted ad or whatever. And I, they must have known me, which I'm so grateful <laughs> they did because it turned out to be an ad that you had put out. And I remember writing to you, I think, and I think I still have the email somewhere saying, can I pay in cash? Mm -hmm. And you responded, yes, you're welcome. And so, or like, welcome to paying cash. We'll see you there. And I was like, okay, great. So I was planning on going to the opening day but I could not like depression just held me down. It was horrible and it was cold outside and it was awful. Mm. And I'm really bad with directions. And I was like, I don't know how to get over there. But then the second day I told myself, I was like, Julian, if I don't, nothing's going to change if I don't pull myself out of this bed and go and just move my body at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'd practiced yoga for a few years before that. Um, when I lived in Copenhagen, I was part of a studio and I just remember how like healing it was for me. So I just knew if I could get to the studio, I'll be fine. And yeah. so I bundled up. It was, I remember it was so cold. I couldn't even take my gloves off and I got on the Metro and I think I got on the tram or, or walked or something. I don't know. So it was dark out and anybody who had gone to that studio, like the parking <laughs> lot where it was in, it was very much like, I'm going to, I'm going to, something's going to happen to me. Like I'm going to get kidnapped here. It's like <laughs> a murder alley. I've had it described as a murder alley. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. especially being from the United States, we are kind of a bit more paranoid about things like that. Whereas mm -hmm. in Copenhagen and in Prague, for the most part, things are really safe. But like being an expat in these places, I'm just not, that's not my nature. I'm very paranoid in like dark, mm -hmm. dark places. Right. Um, <laughs> And so I think I physically stopped in the like gravel parking lot right outside the door. And I was like, I don't know if I should go in there. And I almost <laughs> turned around and I was like, no, it's been like 30, 45 minutes to get here. I just need to go. And as soon as I opened the door, just like warmth and energy and love and kind of enveloped me. So that was from the CrossFit people. So that mm -hmm. was Joey and his team, which those CrossFitters are the, the nicest people. Yeah. Um, so I felt confident enough to go through, like you kind of had to go through their gym a little bit and then walk up the stairs. And I walked, or I opened the door to the little studio upstairs and Betty was at the desk. I don't think you were there that night and mm -hmm. Aniko was there, but I thought they knew each other because they're both speaking Hungarian to each other. And I, and I'm so shy in new situations. And mm -hmm. I gave my money to Betty and was like, I wrote in, I would like to join. And she gave me like too much change back. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. I want the 15 day intro pass that you guys are doing. And I remember her just the look of now I know her so well. It's like, she was shocked, but she was trying to play it cool because, uh -huh. because I think you guys didn't expect people to show up that soon. Right. Cause it was like on, on day two, I think. And I was so desperate. I was like, no, I need these 15 days in my life. And, mm -hmm. um, and she was so happy and, sh and just, yeah, shocked that I, that I wanted this pass, I guess. And, uh -huh. and so I joined 
her class. And I don't think I met you until a few days later, just because of my schedule. I, I ended up taking all Betty classes, which if anybody knows Betty or has been in her class, a Betty class is like the ultimate hard yoga class. And I basically had private lessons with Betty for, I don't know, at least a week straight. And I, cause I wanted to get my money's worth for this, those 15 days. Cause I was also really poor at the time. <laughs> and yeah. I just powered through. Luckily I had just come off like a year and a half of personal training uh, when I was back uh, stateside and I think that that helped me to survive <laughs> study classes. Um, but like, then it, then I think I met you for the opening party and, mm. and you heard you speaking Swedish and I was so homesick for anything that felt like home. So I latched on to you cause I was like, oh, I can understand some Swedish just because of being in Denmark for, for some mm -hmm. time. And, and I was just like, so friend hungry, I think at that time of, of like people who kind of spoke the yoga language mm -hmm. that I just felt instantly at home. And like, these people are legit, they're passionate, they're caring. Um, mm. And it was private lessons between you and Betty for like, at least those, maybe a month, I don't know, because then yeah. I immediately got like the unlimited 30 days, I think. And um, yeah. so it was like, it was really, I was quite spoiled and I knew I was spoiled, but I wasn't shocked at <laughs> all that you guys immediately like the studio grew and you guys quickly grew out of that space. But, yeah. um, oh my I gosh. I remember that in the beginning we were, cause we would, we would not know if somebody would show or not, but we would always go, oh, should we just not go today? Oh no, no, no. Julianne's going to be there. <laughs> so we were always like, we will have to show up for Julianne. Or it was the same with Aniko as well. Yeah. It's like you guys were always together or one or the other. And we were like, okay, this is how it starts. This is how we have to do it. And it was always so nice to have you guys there because we, we sort of got to know you guys really quickly because it was just us up there, you know? Yeah. And that, and that felt really nice. So, yeah. I had no idea that you guys said that. Like mm -hmm. that me and Aniko <laughs> helped you guys show up because starting yeah. a business, oh my goodness, like it's so difficult. And some mm -hmm. days you just want to rest or like, you're like, is this going to work out? So, um, mm. I guess, yeah, from a business owner's standpoint, it is really nice to have people that love you and latch on very early on. Um, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So then let's let's fast forward a bit we were up there and we were doing we're practicing together and then there was this point where we we were ready to move out of that little studio space and we found ourselves a new place that we reconstructed and and that's when you sort of hopped on board to first I think firstly it was to redo our website and do this rebranding for us that's correct okay. right I think I did it before you guys moved out or maybe it just mm. took so long to move into the race of a location. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And we, um, this is a nice story actually, because the swirl that is Prague Yoga Collective's logo is, um, is Julianne's doing that she made. And we sat so long with all these awful logos and then, one day she just sent this and we were like, this is it. This is the one. This is right. <laughs> so, 
So do you want to tell us a story of how the swirl came to be? Well, so I, my education is in graphic design. And so I met with, I think one day after class, I was like, well, I could help out or, and you were like, well, yeah, let's do that. And I think Mm. you, I was shocked that you would trust me kind of to do it, but it was so nice um, that I was kind of getting back into graphic design. And I think I presented a few logo options, but then your sister-in-law Freya was there Mm -hmm. uh, in, in Prague at the time. And I think she had done a version of, so I have to give Freya credit as well because she's awesome. And, and I think she had done a version where like just a sketch to kind of show what maybe you guys would want. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it was like a, a laid out mat or something. And so I think oh, that's yeah, kind of that what, one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a really like cool idea to do like a yoga mat. And, and I remember sitting at my desk and I had like a, a touchpad computer at the time. And so I just looked down and my, my pink, uh, precious yoga mat was like rolled up next to me. And so this is like the top view, the logo. I ended up just like drawing with my finger, the top view of what I was seeing with my pink yoga mat kind of like rolled up next to me. And mm. so, um, and not, it's kind of fun. Cause like some people understand that and some people don't, which is fine. Like that's kind of <laughs> the fun, the fun thing about, um, a logo and, Mm -hmm. and, um, I remember kind of presenting it to you guys. It wasn't really sure. And you guys were like, yep, that's it. Let's go Mm -hmm. with it. And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) Um, but it's been pretty cool to kind of watch it, uh, grow throughout and seeing it elsewhere in the city. And even Mm -hmm. like Wolf, one of our most dedicated students and our, our friend, he has it tattooed on his shoulder just because Mm -hmm. like, yoga has changed his life. And, and I, I don't know his story from the beginning, but I think PYC is kind of like his first studio to really Mm -hmm. get involved in. So I think maybe that's like the reason why he got this PYC logo tattooed on him. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just really cool. I don't know. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. fun to kind of see this, the swirl, um, different places and cause it just brings back such like good memories of, such like a defining moment in my life. Um, yeah. So it's like a huge honor to have, have that on any like t-shirt or sweatshirt that I have. Or, <laughs> the yeah, honor is it. all ours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so then you went on to, to do all of, I mean, you still do all of our social media and our, email marketing and and like you're sort of our face outwardly even though people rarely see your your actual face you know (laughs) um and and um we have a really strong profile I think thanks to you I know that the girls and I we tried to to do this instagramming and stuff back in the day and then you took over and you're like no 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 this is not how it goes (laughs) (laughs) And, and you really transformed it for us. And I think it's, it's a really big part of the fact that we reach so many people in the oh. studio. So thank, so you. thank you for that. <laughs> and if well, anyone out there needs someone to work with them, <laughs> Julianne's your girl. Just I have, <laughs> thank you. Well, I have kind of become, because people will ask, oh, who does PYC's Instagram? And you guys like give them my name. And the yoga community here is fairly small. And mm. so 
I kind of love it because people will write into me saying like, Hey, how do I do this on Instagram? And I'm more than happy to help. Um, but I would say like, I didn't really know Instagram marketing when I started with you guys. I just knew that I know how to take some decent photos. I know how to kind of like arrange things just with graphic design. I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. sure. I can help out. But then it was like, I just researched and researched and researched um, because I was also in a time of my life where I needed a career switch out of mm -hmm. teaching English. Yeah. And you guys just allowed me to kind of trial and error this. Um, yeah. So I'm so grateful for that as well. So um, Asana, et cetera's Instagram, I'm still kind of figuring it out if I'm being honest, um, just kind of seeing where it grows. Um, mm. But it's definitely a lesson. This whole project for me, especially, is definitely a lesson of start before you're ready. Like mm. nothing, nothing is ever going to be perfect for you to just like start you're, you know, you like, you want it to be perfect and, and, um, before you can start and it's really, I'm trying to get rid of that urge in my life and yeah. just to be okay with just doing like starting, be, you know, begin something and correct yourself where you need to correct yourself and, and grow and learn where you need to grow and learn. And, but then just like do and mm -hmm. put that magic out into the world. And so I think Asana, et cetera, Cause I mean, it's kind of like I'm teaching myself, like I know how to do web design, but doing it on this different platform, it was kind of learning on the go and there's still things that I need to fix, but like just doing it and learning as I go has been such like a freeing, mm -hmm. sometimes stressful, <laughs> but ultimately freeing feeling because yeah. I'm not worried about oh my gosh, it's not perfect. I mean, I have high standards. I just told you before this call, like, oh, I forgot to do something on the mobile website. <laughs> but yeah. ultimately I got that page out there so that people could enjoy this current um, self-love project that we're doing. Hmm. Um, even though the mobile site wasn't, wasn't perfect. But yeah. um, I think people were okay with it. And like people yeah. are graceful and, and like they're willing to give a little wiggle room. And that's yeah. really nice. Um, but yeah. I think also, I think this ties into the biggest reason why we came together to speak today, which is because we are doing this 14 days of self-love that we launched yesterday. So as we speak, it was yesterday. Yesterday was the 14th of February. And instead of focusing on, you know, love uh, with a partner or going for a date or eating chocolate or whatever, even though those things are really great. We wanted to focus on a bit of self-love and self-care, especially in these times of a pandemic and here in Prague, at least we're still in a lockdown. So, so this is what we, we came together to do, which we will speak about in a moment, but, but what you're saying there or what you just said, it really leads us into that. I think this self-love isn't just about you know um sitting in the bath and eating grapes <laughs> <you know? laughs> but yeah. it's also really about trusting yourself and doing the things that you dream about and allowing yourself this wiggle room that you're talking about and this um allowing yourself to to make mistakes on the way to learning to become better and bigger 
at what you're doing. And I think that that is the story that at least you and me have together or you and me and the girls have together is that we, we just started off somewhere and we took mm-hmm. it from there and we haven't ever been perfect, nor do I think we ever will be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's something so beautiful in the imperfections, I think, but sadly, like we're programmed to want that perfection, right? And society mm-hmm. tells us that we need to be that perfection. And, um, but I think that is also the kind of the draw of PYC and hopefully Asana, et cetera, going forward is that you don't have to be perfect to show up to your mat and mm-hmm. you don't have to be perfect to show up to this community. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very accepting. And I think like, that's not only my opinion, like it's just like with conversations I've had with people throughout Prague and um, yeah. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I'm proud to be a part of that, you know, that kind of studio and, and that group of um, humans and uh, Mm. but yeah, so hugely important to kind of let go of the need to be perfect in order to do like self-love and self-care practices. And um, I'm really excited for this project because it's so diverse. Like, yeah. I'm not sure when this podcast will come out, but we'll see because <laughs> tor- <laughs> towards the end, I think um, Trigby's video, especially people won't be expecting it. I mean, it'll make sense once they, once they see it, I think, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just like everyone kind of with different stories who were willing to give up their time and to share their practices and their tools and and kind of what they do. Um, And I think there's something for everyone, like maybe not everyone will be uh, drawn to each video, but I think that's especially like more important to have such a diverse 14 day project. Yeah, Um, for sure. I mean, we, so we had this idea Um, together with Annie who's one of our teachers and she really wanted to do something for just to help mental health in these times just to get people moving a little bit and and focusing on themselves and we we sort of blew it out of proportion a little bit from the original (laughs) idea where we just asked around and there were so many people who really wanted to come in and share and then and then Kuba was on board and wanted to film. And we just said, okay, let's just do this in a larger scale. And it's, so we have 14, 14 different people, I think maybe 15, is it 15? 15 different people, teachers. Is that correct? Well, Annie's doing two of the videos, but then we have a little surprise after. Right? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> we have a bunch of great yeah. people, guys. <laughs> bunch of great people. Some of some of them you might have been practicing with already either in person or during the challenge now. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just been a wonderful thing to produce and a wonderful thing that we are putting out to the world and that we're really proud of to, to give to you guys. And, um, and yeah, I hope that, I hope that we've been practicing with it. Have you, Julianne, have you done them? Uh, yeah, I did some of Annie's yesterday and, mm-hmm. but today was my video. So <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't sit down, but my video is definitely, um, which is kind of perfect because like, I guess maybe I can explain the heart behind my mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
it's actually just like a daily self check-in that I use. I wouldn't say every day, but I definitely use it when I'm suffering from like anxiety or stress or some kind of emotion that I can't really identify. And it's like, you know, those moments where you just either want to go to sleep or, or just like take a shower and just like wash it away or, or something like that. And, um, sometimes you just can't go to bed yet. Um, so like, it's a really great tool to just kind of sit and identify, uh, what is going on between your mind and your body and how these emotions and these feelings are physically showing up, um, in your body, identifying them, kind of making peace with them and then releasing them, uh, so that they don't get blocked up because, uh, I learned how important this was, um, because I took a six month date with dignity was the name of the course. Uh, so last summer, essentially, or last year, I guess, uh, with a love coach in Canada, uh, a lady named Diana Eskander. And um, this was a tool that she used for every session that it was a, gr a small group that would meet over Zoom. And uh, she would take us through this like five minute, just daily check-in of um, identifying and like, how do we need to address these emotions? And do we just need to sit with them for a little bit or do we need to release them or do we need to, maybe it's like a good, good emotion or something. So maybe we just need to like, just bask in the, the joyfulness of it or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So like things like butterflies in your stomach or, or like, um, I don't know, sometimes pressure on your head. Some of the girls would say, or like tension. I would always have tension in my upper left back um, and that's where I would carry a lot of my stress or, or, um, frustration or something. But then it's like, she helped us dig a little bit deeper to identify, mm. okay, maybe it's showing up like this, but what do you think it really is? Yeah. And, um, cause like, I think as humans, we also suppress our, our feelings and our emotions so much that they physically, and it sounds weird, but like maybe it make more sense to other people, but physically they get blocked up in our bodies and then somehow they have to come out. And whether that is like burst of anger or I don't know, just frustration or like it comes out maybe in more of a negative way than what you would want. And, and I remember one session, it's like I had suppressed this one emotion that I didn't even realize for probably 11 years. And mm. it was like the second session and she was able to kind of unlock it just by questions she would ask. But it's like, I could just feel that emotion finally getting out of my body and I was mm. physically better, mentally better or whatever. And so this tool and that I asked her permission if I could share this for this project, um, this tool kind of helps like maintain the, the emotional, uh, what would you call it? Emotional intelligence or yeah. maturity or something or, yeah. or just emotional health. Uh, so that hopefully I won't, cause like when that old emotion came out, I was just like sobbing. I barely knew these people. It mm. wasn't like maybe the, the way that I wanted to kind of have it happen, but it did, it was needed and they were graceful and so kind about it. But, um, so I don't know. I just like, for me personally, it was so important to realize, oh, these are physically in my body and I kind of just need to 
become friends with my feelings and my emotions rather than mm-hmm. say that it's not important or I'm weak for feeling this way or I'm not worthy for feeling this way. Like I need to acknowledge them just with me, just like five minutes quiet alone time. And then like that can make a world of difference. Yeah. And it probably sounds silly to anybody who hasn't really kind of sat with their emotions, but oh my gosh, that's like a non-negotiable for me uh, these days is when I can feel myself kind of getting blocked up. I need to just sit down for a bit and um, kind of work through, like do a body scan is what it is kind of, and, and placing your hands where you're feeling that 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 sensation, whether it's like pain or tingling or butterflies or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's just, yeah, it's such like a good, good tool. And so I was really honored that I could share it. Um, so hopefully, I don't know, uh, Kate has written to me and she was like, oh, I loved it, Julianne. So I was like, oh, great. At least one person loved it. So <laughs> yeah, I watched it this morning as well and I really loved it. So oh, good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I think I think that there's a strength to you in in sharing this because it comes from something that's, you know, that's I wouldn't say dear to your heart, but like that's a um it's a bad expression I think, but like from personal experience maybe is what I mean. Is is this thing of working with emotions and and maybe not really knowing on how to how to do it and a lot of people especially, you know, during this past year where there's been a lot of change in the world, have had to stand up and, and either deal with their emotions or, 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 you know, try to not deal with their emotions. And I think it's getting harder and harder and harder to walk away from dealing with your emotions at this point. So having a tool like this, even if it's just like a little five minute thing that you do every day, it can be, I think for some people can be life-changing actually in these times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we can't, we're all like stuck at home for Mm -hmm. the most part, you know, and it's like, you can't run away from your emotions right now. Um, You're going to have to deal with them in some, in some fashion. Uh, And it's really difficult and really uncomfortable and painful at times. And Mm. So it's definitely a practice. And even Diana was saying, because some of the girls, they weren't able to kind of identify uh, physical sen- sensations at first. Um, but definitely towards the end of the six months, all of us were really good being like very self-aware of, okay, this is how it's showing up on my body today. It's because mm-hmm. of this, but like, I think maybe it's really because of this. And then we would, that would open the discussion of like, okay, how are you going to deal with it? Or or like any, you know, support questions or whatever. Um, So Diana did a really good job with structuring the course like that. Uh, So if anybody wants a love coach, oh my gosh, she is incredible. So it was, I think a really great time. It was a leap of faith to take, um, to commit to this six month course because it is an investment with your time and your money, but I would make that investment over and over and over again, even with Mm. knowing how poor I was at the time when I, when I decided to sign on, um, because it was life changing and just even this one tool, I feel like is worth the money, honestly, because (laughs) it helps me all the time. I haven't been in the course since early October, 
and I'm still using this, this course or this tool, excuse yeah. me. Um, yeah. All the time. So I hope that, I hope it helps others during. Yeah, this. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I think that this, we will definitely link to her on your show notes page, but also I think it's, it's can serve as a reminder that maybe, I mean, we all need different things. So maybe not everybody will need this specific person or tool, but it can serve as a reminder that, that we don't tend to invest in our mental health so much. You know, you will go to the doctor if you break your leg, you know, because you got to, you got to fix your leg. You want to walk around, right? Or you need to go to the dentist because your tooth is hurting. Like it's a, it's a given. If you can scrape the cash together to go to the dentist, you go to the dentist, right? Mm-hmm. Most people at least. But at least myself, when it comes to mental health, it takes a long time to realize that I need to talk to someone or do something or practice something because because of the way that I'm feeling mentally and uh, maybe can serve as a reminder to people to, to actually seek out tools and help and support also for your mental health. Cause it's so important. Oh, for sure. Especially after 2020, my goodness. And like 2021, <laughs> we're still, we're all hanging in there and, uh-huh. um, and mental health. Like I feel like the conversation is becoming more open. Maybe that's just, you know, because I, I am a bit more open about like my struggles with depression. So maybe, I don't know, the internet knows or something. And so like, I'm, I'm finding resources, but, um, some people, I guess there is kind of still that stigma of going to a therapist or struggling with depression or struggling with mental health and in various aspects. So the more we talk about it, I think can only, only be good uh, because just letting people that know that we're not alone or you're not alone, you know, cause it is so lonely in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you're like, am I the only one feeling like this? Am I the only yeah. one feeling crazy and, yeah. and overwhelmed and tired? And, um, mm. so yeah, it's hugely important and preventative, I guess, work, which yoga is kind of also preventative work for me and like maintenance work. Um, but I don't know with you, Lisa, I'm curious, you being a yoga teacher, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that is your job. Yeah. How does that work with like yoga being a, a kind of a, a time to escape versus a career? Are you able to separate that? <laughs> oh goodness. That's a good question. No, not, not all the time. That's for sure. There's a lot of times where, Maybe I can take 2020 as an example, because we, if you're not in Prague and you don't know what we did here, um, we were able to sort of have our studios open or semi-open between late May to beginning of October. And during that time, me and the girls were just working our butts off, teaching, 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 because we didn't really have resources to pay our teachers we didn't we just needed to keep keep the studios afloat and when I do that I've done I've done teaching for 15 years but 
And, and there's been times in my life when I was younger where I could easily teach 17, 20 classes a week and just be happy with that. But I'm now going on 35, <laughs> 35 years old. And it is, it, is, it is definitely time to slow that down because only because of inspiration. Because as my practice changes and grows, as a practitioner, it also changes and grows as a teacher. And I find that I need more and more time to plan and to share and to serve other people. And I think for last year, for example, there was definitely a point there in, I think around August where I ran straight into a wall and did not want to do any teaching more for the rest of my life. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good question. And I think a lot of yoga teachers these days, this is what we sort of deal with because it's a low paid job ish. You know, if you don't have, I don't know, if you don't have Instagram followers or if you don't build something, if you're just teaching classes, it's, it's hard work. It's super hard work because you want to be there for everyone and you want to do well, but but it does take a toll on your mental health if you don't care for yourself. And it's definitely done that for me on several occasions in my career. Yeah. But I do think, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I know how to deal with it now more so than ever because of 2020. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, it's taught us a lot of, I guess, resiliency. And, um, but it's like, I don't just hearing your your heart um, over the time that what the the few years that we've known each other um, mm. you do you are you always show up to every class and you give your all um, and you're very inspiring and very welcoming like anybody will say that uh, but you have such great stories from your years of teaching yoga all over the world like your I guess network but that makes it sound like it's all about money, but uh, just like all of your connections of different uh, teachers of different backgrounds of different cultures of different, you know, all of these things I think is really beautiful. And so maybe with this podcast, it can be kind of um, a way to serve through yoga still, but maybe just like in a different format while still, of mm. course, like this is not saying that you're going to stop teaching, but, um, <laughs> but I just think like there's so many wonderful stories Mm. that you have to share and this would be a great I don't know medium to share because I'm always like oh you did that Lisa whoa you lived there whoa cool you know this person <laughs> ah cool so um mm. and it, yeah anybody who walks through the doors of PYC I feel like you have some sort of I don't know you've been to that culture or whatever so maybe that's like a probably a huge part of why people feel welcome, you know, because you're like, oh yeah, that's, I lived there for a bit or have some yoga friends there. And uh, right. it just makes the yoga world. So like kind of cozy. Uh, right. At, at uh, I never, time. I never thought about it that way, but maybe there's some truth in that. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be nice. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many ways to share. I think as we grow older, it's, it's, um, I mean, now it made it sound like we're going on 75, but, <laughs> but as, as we grow older and wiser, you know, mm -hmm. um, we, 
I think find different ways of sharing the stuff that we're sharing with other people. And when it comes to the yoga practice, it, at least for me, and I know for many other people as well, it's, you know, it got, it, it's gone from being physical to being, um, you know, more about my mental health rather mm-hmm. than, rather than how far I can stretch or how long I can hold a handstand. I mean, it's fun and it's cool with progress, but it's not, to me, the yoga practice isn't about that anymore. And when you look at the teaching and when you look at how you show up for your students, I think that's the difference, you know, because I could, yeah. I can teach a lot of physical movement. It's not a problem, but I think when it comes to the emotional part or the mental part, it's really hard to share with a group of people five times a day rather yeah. than maybe once a day, you know, because yeah. you can't give your all and all of your energy to, to people for that long. So yeah, for sure. It's a difference. It's a growth, I think maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've mm-hmm. all been growing this, this last year. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, we've had to, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one thing that I'd like to touch upon as well regarding this um, self-love is that this past year I've met so many people that are, you know, everybody's asking, how are you doing? What's going on with the things? And, you know, 2020, how has it affected you? That's what it means. How are you? How has 2020 affected you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, we're getting by, but you know, people have it worse. And I've come to a point where I'm like, you know what, even if people have it worse, I'm allowed to grieve my stuff (laughs) that I'm going through. Even if I am doing okay, even if I can still feed my children, I'm allowed to grieve my loss that happened in 2020. And I think it's a, I think that's a big reminder that could play into these 14 days of extra self-love. What do you think? Oh, for sure. And I feel like I've seen a couple of memes about that recently of, oh, we always extend grace to others. Like, oh yeah, it's okay to feel, it's okay to be sad or it's okay to be upset or, or to feel this way. But when it comes to yourself, you're like, oh no, like I'm not allowed to feel sad or, or like I'm, I can't feel guilty about grieving this loss or whatever. And Mm. I feel like a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends, at least that I've talked to, kind of feel the same way. And we kind of joke about it and we share those memes and totally like, I think it's um, important to grieve um, the changing of, of life because it's affected us all more of a, or some of us, it's affected us more, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like grieving their sadness as well makes us human. And, Mm. um, so we're grieving the sadness for people we don't even know. Um, we're grieving the, the the sadness and the change of, of what life was, um, to what life is now, even if, even if we have a job and, and we're able to eat and, you know, all of these things, but like, again, that's kind of a, don't let those emotions get blocked up, like acknowledge it, like no judgment, just sit with it, become friends with it so that you can let it go. So that 
hopefully when this, when the world goes back to normal, whatever that may look like, that we can move forward and hopefully, you know, come together and make this world a better place. And, um, but it's all part of the process, I guess. Grieving is, is huge. Like there have been, you know, personal, maybe that's for another podcast, but like times in my life where I've had to grieve big losses Hmm. and I didn't let myself grieve because I was told or, or I felt that I should be over that loss. And so I didn't. And then it showed up years later, you know, maybe that is what came out with this love coach, like on that second session, maybe that's what it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. I felt like this, this little ghosty or whatever, it just came flying out of my body. Um, Mm. like, this grief ghost, uh, that I was finally able to let it go. Um, so I think good on you, grieve it. And however, whatever that looks like, however long that takes, because we, gosh, we all have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's so important to let ourselves sit with, sit with emotions and, and acknowledge that they exist, you know? I'm trying, I'm trying my hardest to, like as an adult, I've had to learn that. I think it's not something I learned from home. Not that it was my parents' fault or anything. It's just not something that we did in my household. We just didn't talk about feelings so much, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm trying really hard to, to give my children space to talk about their feelings and stuff. But it's, it's really, really difficult when I don't know myself or or when I haven't been taught that myself, I sort of have to teach myself at the same time as I teach my children that it's okay, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Well, the change, I think you did that in like some copy that you helped me write, the change starts with us, within us, right? Mm-hmm. If, if we want to change the world or whatever. Um, so yeah, it has to, has to come from us first and then we're mm-hmm. able to help others. And yeah. those boys are very lucky to call you mom. Yeah, <laughs> so <that's> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do the next podcast with them. What do you think? Oh my <laughs> gosh, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little segment. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun. And everyone yeah. loves Phineas. So yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't know how much. He would focus though. He'd probably yeah. just have a couple of words to say and then and he'd take off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in a year or so, we'll see. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, Julianne, is there anything else you'd like to add to this conversation? Any la- last words I'm saying? That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> are there any last words? Is there any, anything else that's on your mind? No, I feel like it was just a nice, normal Lisa and Julianne talk that we have whenever cafes are open. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, it'll be so nice. But this was a yeah. good in-between in between session. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. So we will definitely, or I will definitely invite you again and talk about Julianne's journeys. We've had a little taste of that today, but um, <laughs> I think people would like to hear more about you. So, so I will invite you back and do another one of these um, with you soon. But um, for for some last things before we sort of sign off from here, is that if you if you would like to take part of this fourteen days of self love challenge, 
it doesn't matter if you haven't started it yet. We release one video every day at 6 a.m. Is that correct, Julian? 6 a.m.? Yes, my alarm is set for 5.30 to make sure I don't (laughs) miss it. (laughs) Great. So it's 6 a.m. every morning. It started the 14th of February and it will end on the 28th. And maybe perhaps there'll be something special on the 1st of March as well. Little secret that we're working on. But um, yeah, so if you sign on and you want to do this and it's already the 26th of February, that's fine. You'll see you'll see all the videos already uploaded there. So you can always start this challenge at a later date as well. And all of these videos are available on our new online project, which is called asanaetc.com. And it's asana, like A-S-A-N-A-E-T-C.com. And you can sign up there for some free free days of using the entire platform not just only these 14 14 videos but there's also unlimited access to all of our content that we have online from all of our beautiful teachers so so you should do that right Julianne oh definitely (laughs) (laughs) we have we have so many videos and like we have more videos coming like it's just incredible honestly Cuba is just a powerhouse when it comes to uh, filming and those long filming days and uh so Mm -hmm. he's making uh all of all of you guys i mean wonderful classes but he has a little extra magic to him i think that just Mm -hmm. makes it really good and beautiful to follow along with yeah for sure all right cool so thank you so much julianne for talking to me today yeah thank you lisa Thank you guys so much for tuning in today and it's always a pleasure for us to have some feedback for you all as we are still new and fresh in this game so do not hesitate to reach out and tell us what you would like to hear what you think we're doing right what you think we could do better and all of those things so go ahead head to asana etc.com that's a-s-a-n-a-e-t-c.com and you can find um our yoga videos there so if you want to practice with us go ahead and sign up for our monthly membership which is 12 euros a month you get the seven first days for free which is awesome and if you don't want to do that you can just find the contact stuff there and just reach out to us or follow us on instagram or give us a really rave review on wherever you listen to your podcasts thank you guys for for being ever so supportive we love you all see you next week